Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Brose Podcast. This is your host, Rob. And Anthony, guys, welcome back. How was your uh, week, Anthony? This week, on, I don't know if it's just me, but I just really think that January is going by fast. I don't know. I don't know. It, I know it sounds crazy, but I know it's only barely like, you know, past the first week, but it, I feel like it flew by. No, I definitely I don't know. agree. It's such a weird feeling. I was back in work this week and I feel like this week went by really quick, which I'm thankful for because it was a brutal week to just go back into the work mindset. But I definitely feel you on yeah. that one. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the weather or what it is but when i think about like oh like yeah new year's it feels like it was forever ago mood anyway how was your week again went back to work nothing new same old same old no one listening to me you know do your students feel refreshed do they feel new year new me are they like i'm gonna try harder this year honestly what are the vibes one of it's pretty much the same but like one of my classes like the beginning of the week they like wouldn't do anything and then towards the end, they were like doing a lot more. And I was kind of like thrown off. I'm like, you guys ha- chose not to do anything the first two, three days. And now you want to do something? Wow. It's probably because I said I'd call their parents. <laughs> so they were like, oh. And funny enough, literally this week, I had a class that wasn't doing anything. And I was like, all right, I'm going to call your parents. And I called the parent right in front of the like class. And I was like, Beep, boop, 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 boop. hi, is this blank? Your kid is not doing the work in class. And I was wondering if you could help me out here, talk to them to get them to do their work. All right, thanks. Bye. And all the kids were just like, <laughs> Sure. It, was, it, it was like it was like you saying like if you don't like <laughs> and then all of a sudden these kids were like all right i guess we have to do the work and i was like that's right i'm like who's next you're so extra wait rob do you listen to our episodes after you think it published yeah <laughs> you don't i don't just because when it comes to the editing process i listen You're to like it a- like two or three or four times uh-huh you know and so like you know i've d- I've done it justice that's already two three hours out of my day out of my week i guess i you wouldn't I, know <laughs> i actually am a fan of this podcast and i do listen to it like on my way to work i just think i try to like zone myself out of it and like pretend i'm not the one speaking and I'm just listening to two other random people speak and it's kind of therapeutic does that make me like narcissistic yes. no right no it doesn't because i'm just like listening i'm to like people, yes but we've chat. been known <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Well, you're a fake fan and a fake listener. Well, one of our listeners told us that we should talk about our favorite vacations, places we want to visit. I think that's iconic. So, like, it's a great why topic not because about it. I want to think about when I used to be able to travel. You know, exactly. I want to go, <laughs> go walk by that memory lane of like, oh yeah, TBT to when I used to get on planes. So speaking of your favorite vacation, what would you say your favorite vacation was? Let's start like in the U.S. Like where, ha- what, what has been the top place you visited in the U.S.? In the U.S., I wouldn't really say this is a vacation. Well, okay, I'll give you two examples. If I'm thinking about vacation, the first thing that comes that comes to mind is growing up. I would every year I would go to San Francisco with my parents because we had family in San Francisco, and so I love going to San Francisco and I love visiting and kind of doing all that stuff. But I haven't really gone back to San Francisco since like I want to say like 2014, 2015. But that's like, I love, that's a great place for me to visit in the U.S. But if I'm thinking about other places, 
I really like Virginia and I would go, I would visit Why? Virginia a lot for, I, cause I would travel for work a lot. And oh. so I, I really like Richmond. I really like Charlottesville, the DC area also really like that area. I just think it's pretty and it's super fun. And it's like, I think that Virginia, that's where all the Subarus are at. Like everyone has a Subaru. Everyone's old and they have a Subaru. And I, I, I just connect with that on like a spiritual level. What about you? I'm like so baffled still by the fact that you said Virginia. I feel like you What's are like Virgin- the no. exception. <laughs> like you are the no. one out of like a thousand people who said, who would say Virginia. <laughs> it just makes me feel very colonial. It gives me very colonial vibes. Like very made It gives you very white supremacy vibes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you said it. You used the word colonial. I never said that. <laughs> Let me stop Let myself right there. I'm not even gonna try cameras, to justify this. That ass. <laughs> Cut the mics. Oh no, but I really do like Virginia. It's a really cool place to travel. Just to, like drive around and it's like be- beautiful views and like Blue Ridge Mountains and like Virginia, North Northern North Carolina, really pretty. I will say that. I will give them that. What about you? For me, it would honestly be split between Denver, Colorado and Austin, Texas, uh, in the sense that like I've been to Austin four times within the past five years and I always like find something new to do there. And there's like so much on the outs, like outskirts of Austin too. And Austin is so big in my opinion that, you know, there's always great things to do like hiking, wineries, kayaking. There's so many things to do there. You know what's so funny about Austin is I always forget about Austin because I used to live there for two years. And so I'm very, very familiar with Austin as an, you know, as a city. And when you said like Austin is so big, in my eyes, Austin is not big at all. Austin is very small and, and, you know, compared to Chicago. And so I just think like when you said that, I was like, no, it's not. I think there's just a lot more area as in like. That's what makes it me. It makes it as in like everything's more spread out. So it kind of makes it seem like it's bigger. But yeah. I like Austin too, though. I do like, there's a lot to do there. And then Denver, you have the mountains. You have, again, so many things to do. Like you can go outside of uh, Denver and there's plenty of things. You have Boulder that's not far away. I just love vacationing there and spending my New Year's there because it would be snowy, but it would be so bright and sunny. And like you would... Like you could literally wear the light, a light jacket and it there's snow on the ground and you wouldn't even be cold. So everything about Denver, it's like when you say, Anthony, you love snow, Chicago snow is disgusting. But disgusting. When, when I see Denver snow, I'm like, OK, I kind of see what you mean by the appreciation and love for snow. Chicago is nothing of that sort. Snow here is Somebody disgusting. It's gray. It is disgusting. Gross. Yeah. What about abroad? What's your favorite vacation that you've been abroad? Favorite vacation that I've gone abroad would have to be Reykjavik, Iceland. I knew you were going to say that for some reason. I, I just loved it. I loved Reykjavik. Oh, stunning. I would go back in a heartbeat. I really liked Iceland because... It's very like, I don't know if this is going to make sense when I say this, but it's very underdeveloped, but also very technologically advanced. Does that make sense or no? It's, there's not much to do as in like places and things like buildings, blah, 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 blah. Like it's very like underdeveloped in that sense. But when I was, I was there for like a week and I never got 
I never had to use cash. Everything was Apple Pay. We would literally be driving in the middle of nowhere and stop at like the smallest little tiny convenience store to get like gasoline or something. And it was Apple Pay. And it's like, I had perfect cell service the whole time I was there. It was, it was fantastic. It was insane. I loved it. Loves that. I, I've always wanted to go to Reykjavik. So if I, I if I go hit- back, yes, if, if, if you ever in the mood to go, take me with. Noted. But I'll probably go by myself because I, okay, yeah. I love traveling by myself. I love solo travel. I love, what's Eat, that pray, movie? love. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well that I would say that would like eat pray love like I had that moment for my favorite trip and I kind of talked about it before briefly in the podcast but it's the solo trip that I took by myself in 2019 to Poland, Malta, Barcelona and Vienna and it was I definitely will say traveling by yourself there's lots of ups and downs to it like I remember having the highest of highs and the lowest of lows because like it can get very lonely at times I will definitely say like that whole trip was like definitely my favorite vacation that I did just because I had to take that leap of faith when it came to traveling alone because it's scary. Like you're literally in foreign countries and you don't even know if the like primary language there is English, you know. And so there's a challenge that you have to face. And I remember I used Poland as my like base. So like I brought one big luggage to Poland and then packed in a smaller bag so I can go to Malta, Barcelona, and Vienna. And I remember staying at hostels with other people. And when I was in Malta, I it was my first time in the Mediterranean. I only depended on the bus. Like the public transportation was my only way through. Because I didn't want to take taxis. And I didn't really have an Uber system. Like I also didn't have access to my phone. Like the only time I had access to my phone was via Wi-Fi. So you didn't I, pay for like like an international plan? No, I Why really, not? I don't know. I I didn't want to do it. Like I guess let's because I'm on my parents' phone and yeah. I knew that it's something that they they just wouldn't like. I just didn't do it. More of the story. Too late. It's too late. I didn't do it. <laughs> and like in Europe, public Wi-Fi is pretty readily available, so it wasn't like mm-hmm. end all be all. Like, like we're, they're yeah. not like Scrooges about Wi-Fi like they are here. <laughs> So like I always was able to like put locations in Google Maps and then screenshot my route and hope for the best. And I mean, I'm here. I made it alive. But I used the public bus system in Malta to get everywhere around the island. It was manageable. And like they speak English there. Like it's one of their official languages. And I remember going on a Jeep tour. I went on mini boats there. I explored like the capital. And it was honestly one of the most stunning places I have ever been and it's definitely one of those places that I feel like no one really talks about especially here in the states like no one is like I'm going to Malta well I think people just forget it exists I mean yeah again back like to the point like no one knows like no one really knows about it it's not Mm -hmm. someone it's not something people talk about it's not something people are like oh I'm going to Malta it's either I'm going to Italy or I'm going to Greece you know those are the places they think when they think Mediterranean And then Barcelona lived my best life there. I had so much fun. I actually met some Canadians that I became friends with there. And like we partied, we, we toured, we walked around and 
again, took the public train system there. I got lost once. I got lost once, but we made it out just because I didn't know where the heck one of the trains was at. And I was like walking around in circles. But Barcelona is, I knew there was an energy that drew me. I was living my cheetalicious life there, strutting <laughs> like I meant it, freed my mind. Yes. And then I absolutely hated Vienna. So Vienna sucked. I don't know why people want to go there, but like I see it, but I don't see it. No one likes Americans there. <laughs> Every time I spoke English, they'd give me the dirtiest look. So I remember some old grandma asked me for directions and I literally was like, no spreche ze Deutsch. <laughs> and she looked at me like I was insane. <laughs> and no spreche ze Deutsch just means I don't speak German because they speak German there. <laughs> I feel like because you mentioned multiple countries, I want to give an honorable mention to Montreal, Canada. I went there. I wasn't done uh, <laughs> with my story. Bye. But the thing I also hated is like the train system. Again, use public transportation. But the train system right in front of my hostel shut down the next day I got there. And so I had like I had to like maneuver my way extra hard because that train was uh, like not operating and then the day i was leaving to go to austria there's like an like a speed train that goes from the center of vienna to the airport because it's like 30 minutes out of the city shut down <laughs> and so i'm like how and how the hell am i getting to this airport and i had to take a good old-fashioned taxi to the airport Ew. and it was the most expensive taxi i've ever paid for I will never go back to Vienna ever again, but that would definitely be like the best vacation I've ever taken. Just because again, I learned a lot about myself being alone, having to travel, having to kind of use instincts. And especially as a Virgo, I like order and I wasn't able to have this like order that I wanted. Go off sis. Now you can talk. Okay, so since you mentioned multiple countries, I definitely want to give a shout out to Montreal, Canada. Beautiful city. I drove out there. When did I go? I want to say I went last year, June, May. I forgot. But I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I just, um, one weekend, I was like, I'm going to drive to Canada. And I just packed a bag and drove up. And it was a fabulous time i had such a great time the weather was great the people were super nice very surprisingly very multicultural and i was i had a conversation with like like a local and they were telling me about how like culturally wise like they described america as in like you know you guys like to you guys like to go around saying you guys are like the melting pot, blah, 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 blah. But it's like in Canada or at least like in Montreal, it's like they're very happy and very proud of the multiculturalism within the city. And instead of a melting pot reference, they always use this idea of, of a mosaic. It's like, you know, like mosaic of different kind of cultures and everyone complements each other. And it's not like it's like we're not a melting pot. We're not trying to like become one. It's like we understand that we're all very different and we're we're beautiful together. And I was like, wow, America could never. I actually had that conversation with my kids for one of the topics. I was like, I was like, we're not a melting pot. Like realistically, the United States is not a melting pot. Melting pot is very ignorant of everyone's culture. And I described us as a salad bowl where we're all one thing, but at the end of the day, like a salad has all the individual pieces, similar to the mosaic reference. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. Um, so Rob, so what's like your take on the idea that I don't want to say Americans because I don't think it's just Americans, but you know this this idea of people who speak English as their first language feeling that everywhere they go they have to speak English. Like, are you talking about internationally? Yeah, like where um, when English people travel internationally and where you know like they go to places where English is in like their native language, how they just kind of have this expectation that. English is going to be spoken or that there's going to be English translations with everything. I definitely like, I find it very annoying, especially because I'm like coming from like a European country. Like you can't just walk around pretending like English is everyone knows it. And it's like, I will try my best. You know, I'm not going to expect you to speak English to me, but like, I'm like, I'm going to give it my try. You know, I'm going to speak English and hope that like, maybe we can communicate, but I'm not coming in with this mentality. That's like, my language is superior than yours. Right. I'm just trying to communicate in some way. And like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'm going to try my best to make sure, you know, I'm just not trying to be elitist with when it comes to the English language. When you were planning on that vacation, like when you were going abroad, did you try to learn some phrases in like German or in like like other those other languages or no? Uh, so like Malta, they spoke English, like it's one of their official languages. So not so much with Malta. I knew some Spanish going into like when I went to Spain. So like I was able to like, again, maneuver my way through there. Uh, but Vienna was very last minute. But I didn't know what they spoke. (laughs) And so I like, instead of forcing my English down everyone's throat, I was just quiet the whole time. And I didn't ask anyone for anything. So, and I knew, the only thing I knew is no sprech is a Deutsch or uh, guten Morgen, Dankeschön, which is like, thank you. Like I just knew the Mm -hmm. very basics. Yeah. Is Malta near Croatia? I know that's like a random question. No, No, Malta is... Malta is in between uh, Italy and Tunisia. I don't know why I feel whenever I think of Malta, I think that Croatia is like nearby. But what place do you want to visit next? This is such a hard question because I think after not being able to, able to go anywhere for almost a year, I kind of don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> that makes I can't sense. Relate. Can't relate. Can't <laughs> relate. Like I like I want to travel so bad, but at the same time. I don't want to travel. I don't know. It's a very, it's a very weird mental place where I'm at with traveling as a whole. But I think if I had to pick a place, I've always wanted to go to Eastern Europe. I think if, since I was like a little kid, I've always wanted to go to Eastern Europe and do like Czech Republic, do like all those countries over there. I've always wanted to go to Romania. Is Romania considered Eastern Europe? Yeah. 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 So like, I've always wanted to go to Romania I've always had this fascination of like those countries. It's mm-hmm. like a weird. I don't know why though. I don't know yeah, why. I, I don't know why. But across. that's also great because like I feel like Eastern Europe is like the least cared about. So yeah. good for you. I do not have that same feeling because I really <laughs> feel like I've been all over Eastern Europe and I'm like, this looks the same. Everywhere. You're like, get me out of here. But I'm like Poland, Slovakia, Hungary. I'm like, same old, same old, nothing new. <laughs> Yo, you know where? Okay, you know where else I want to go before you? I let you go and tell me yours. I really want to go to Argentina. I could see that for you. Yeah, 
I don't, I, I just think it's so pretty. Yeah, no, I, I've had, a, I think I did a project in middle school or high school on Argentina. I don't remember what I talked about, but I just remember doing a project and talking about Buenos Aires. I love it. In high school, I had to do a project on like a country and I did my project on the Czech Republic and I brought like Czech food and did, did like a little presentation about like just the culture and like the history behind the Czech Republic. And it was pretty good. Cute. Okay, where would you want to go? For me, I think the next trip I want to take is it's between three countries. Um, I def I've always wanted to go to Portugal. So Lisbon and like the Portuguese islands, like off the Mediterranean. I've always wanted to do that. And then similar to you, I did a project on Morocco my freshman year of high school. And I've always been fascinated by Morocco. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say like Northern Africa. No, Morocco. Just Morocco? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, no, with the heart, just Morocco. But something about like Marrakesh and like the culture and the art and the architecture, it really intrigues me and I want to know more. So Morocco and then the wild card. (laughs) I really want to go to Singapore, especially after watching Crazy Rich Asians. Like I want to pretend. (laughs) How am I tacky? You're like, no, no, go. You want to pretend what? I want to pretend like I'm crazy and I'm rich. And (laughs) I love that for you. I can totally see you thriving uh, off of that. Pretending like I have so much money, even though I have nothing of those sorts. Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of pretending to have a lot of money, another wild card for me that I really want to go visit is Monaco. (laughs) Why? No? Just go to the Southern France. (laughs) I know, but I'm like, it's about Monaco's, Monaco. I guess I can't say because I was like, Singapore is literally a small city, pretty much. I'm like, it's the same thing and with so Monaco. Monaco. Monaco is literally like a city. Yeah. What's in Monaco, though? Great question. Keep asking <laughs> questions. Keep inquiring. I just, I, it's so pretty. Like, I've seen so many pictures of Monaco and all the streets. And then you have, what, what, what's that, what's that one called? Um, the race thingy. The, is that F1 racing? Formula One racing? They have, like, those. And those are pretty cool. Um, they also have tennis tournaments there. And I would love to go see a tennis tournament I in feel Monaco. like you only want to go to Monaco because of the movie Monte Carlo. Um, no. But that is a plus. <laughs> I'm like, that seems something you would say. It sounds like right up your alley. You're like, I want to go to Monaco because they film Monte Carlo. I want to be confused for an heiress. I want to switch places. <laughs> Wait, what about the what about what about in the US? What's your next place in the US that you want to go to? You know it. Salt Lake City. <laughs> hey. Uh. I, I would go, love to go to Salt Lake City. I want to go to Salt Lake City. I want to go to Park City. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to the Olympic Skate Park there. I want to meet my girls, Jen Shah, Heather, Lisa, and Meredith with a question mark if she's there. You're like, not Mary. <laughs> not Mary. <laughs> not Whitney. The show definitely has made me want to go and... I want to know more about the mysteries of the tabernacle. I want to get make my way in, <laughs> scam my way in. I forget that Salt Lake City hosted the Olympics. Like I know it's so times. weird. I thought it was only yeah. once. I feel like it was. It's been twice. No. Well, whatever. I think for mine, 
I kind of also want to see Salt Lake City, but also I really want to go to Seattle. I know it sounds tacky because I feel like a lot of people say they want to go to Seattle. Okay, Edward Cullen. <laughs> I want to okay, go. Okay, Meredith Gray. I want to go visit the set of Twilight. Oh my, wait, no, no, no. I'm switching mine up, actually. I realized I was like. No, you can't switch I, it no, up. No, because I realized I was like, this year I was supposed to go to Miami for the first time and that never happened. So uh-huh. the first place I'm going after everything opens up and it's all great to travel is Miami. I'm parting it up. I'm going to Club 11. I am running the town. Are you, I will do be you still the Mr the new mr 305 do you still have all your dollar bills that you had saved up no i gave that up oh <laughs> i know i did save dollar bills and then everything shut down and i was like well i'm gonna go there spend this at starbucks <laughs> i have oh, two dollar bills saved so i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> well you have plenty of time plenty more days to get more dollar bills so that when you're ready you can just go and spend spend and tip tip period i mean i've been saving so much money being in quarantine so that i'll, I'll be ready to go travel and go hard anywhere else and go support small businesses and by exactly. small businesses i mean like strippers Speaking of Miami and speaking of (laughs) beaches and, you know, wanting to get away from the winter to escape into a more like warmer climate. What's your take on this whole gaze over COVID situation? I am. I live for this. I live for the tea. I live for the exposure. I live for the drama. I'm like, honestly, you deserve to get exposed. If you are out there partying in a pandemic and you think you're like, you need to live your life so incredibly selfish. And the fact that you are putting other people's lives in jeopardy so that you can have fun, girl, bye. You know, it's insane. And for those of you guys who don't know what Gaze Over COVID is, so it's basically an Instagram page run by someone anonymous. And, you know, people are submitting pictures of healthcare workers and like, you know, celebrities and things like that, and exposing them for going and going to like Mexico, going to like these, you know, beaches and like being out there and partying when we're clearly still in a pandemic. And a lot of people are like, you know, they're, they're giving gays over COVID a hard time saying, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, blah, 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 blah. But I, I yeah. think I, I, I do kind of agree with you, Rob, because I don't think it's one of those things where it's like a lot of those people, especially recently, they have been like, you know, healthcare workers, you know, gay healthcare workers who have just gotten their um, COVID vaccine. And because, you know, they're very fortunate enough to be one of the first people to get the vaccine and again well deserved as well because they are healthcare workers but it's like you know you're now here on your own personal instagram posting this like i got my vaccine gotta stay safe guys wear a mask like you know social distance and then you're going on a fucking plane and going to mexico going to a beach and like you know parties going to like you are putting people in risk and i want to like clarify something it's like if you go on a vacation like during covid and you are like going to a cabin out in Utah, Minnesota, say. Minnesota, you know, but you are still socially distancing, like go crazy, do it, you know, but the fact that these people are out here partying, going mm-hmm. to clubs, putting other people who they're partying with at risk, but also I think no one's been talking about this, the fact that they're putting employees at risk, like people yeah. who work at that nightclub, people who work at the hotel, flight attendants, You know, anyone who they are interacting with outside Mm -hmm. of these club settings are now in jeopardy. Yeah. And I think I think you did. a. That's a really good point that you brought up about, you know, like the difference between 
going and partying and like going to like a cabin in Minnesota because I think one of the reasons one of the many ex- quote-unquote excuses that a lot of these people who have been getting exposed are using is like you know I needed it for my mental health like I just needed to get away like I needed this escape and I get that and I think that's a very valid reason but I also think there's many other ways you can go about with this we've like tr- like gone out of the state to do things but we've done it in like the most safest way it's like we're not out here going to fifty thousand places at once totally no yeah absolutely and and like even with that like a couple months ago me and you we drove up to wisconsin and we went hiking like literally nobody around us we parked our car we walked up a mountain went back to our car and drove home and it was a fun time but yeah no i definitely agree like i don't know it's just annoying and these people deserve to be in my opinion, maybe I'm being too harsh, but deserve to understand the consequences, you know, mm-hmm. deserve to be shut down. And like one of the, a lot of these people are now are like big drag queens that we like have seen on RuPaul's Drag Race being exposed and them claiming that they need to pay their mortgage. And this is why they're doing gigs at these clubs, claiming that they're doing this for their mortgage. It's like, girl, one gig is not going to do save your mortgage you know yes yeah it's like you could have written like there are other platforms like do a virtual show or something i don't know well i guess we just have to wait and see what happens like now i'm mad now i'm heated (laughs) (laughs) you started you started oh gosh you're like oh y'all make me so mad literally this you're like this is what grinds my gears honestly so now we should definitely end it there guys but thank you so much again for listening guys um again feel free to dm us on instagram like what else should we talk about well i guess that's it for this week i hope you all have a wonderful weekend enjoy your three-day weekend and i'll see you all next week bye bye guys stay warm